Hello, this is Jubilee Small Podcast, episode 676. Hello, Lauren Clark. Episode. Hello, Stu Farrell. Episode. It's Spanish. <laughs> Come on. It's Spanish month here at the Jubilee Small headquarters. And, uh, Lozzie. Uh, yes. Where are you, Lozzie? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can now. You went off. I can barely hear you, too. I know. This is going to be great for listeners because we can barely hear be each other. F U N. It's going to be F U something. Anyway, continue. Well, look, yes. let's keep it quick because technology is working against us uh, this fine morning. It is. And can I just say, though, Lauren Clark, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I thank you for? Mm. You know why? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to ding me. Uh, the <laughs> I don't ding you nearly enough, do I? Suppose? You never yeah. ding me anymore. No. <laughs> and the thing is. We're getting complacent in our dings, yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's it. You know, you, you spend a long time with someone and the dings just grow further and further apart, don't mm. they, Lauren Clark? Such a so the thing, thing is, yes. This is yeah. a, a, a um, smut of a uh, are you being served level. Uh, <laughs> next to me talking about your pussy, uh, Mr. Slocum. What? You know, what? Uh, have you seen my pussy? The Mr. Slocum stuff on are you being served? I do, Stuart, but you didn't have to refer to mine, did you? <laughs> Well, because I, well, I was saying you're Mrs. Slocum. No, it's the whole no. thing. Doesn't oh. make it okay. Doesn't it? It really doesn't. No, no. I, no, I didn't uh-uh. mean to be offensive. <laughs> Offended. Continue. Oh, I'm Continue. sorry. I what didn't were you know talking you, like, you didn't like cats. Uh, we were saying how uh, we, we saw Donald Trump uh, there on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, even earlier this week um, with Piers Morgan saying how he he doesn't think climate change is much of a thing and mm-hmm. it's just... Names made up uh, because climate. I think he said climate change wasn't working. What was it? What was the actual oh, quote? It was climate the change. Word. It was uh, such a d- wasn't. Wor- oh no, global warming wasn't getting wasn't working for them. So now they've come up with climate change. You know, and uh, they've tried it, to change yeah. the parameters. Anyway, and it, it just and actually struck me. climate yes. change was come up with as a linguistic trick to make global warming sound less terrifying. Right. Did you know uh, that it was? No, a, it I was didn't. A, yeah. Anyway, so um, like, yeah. So that was a, supposed to be a good thing, was it, to call it climate change? Well, it was. Yeah, that was the idea behind. I don't remember. It was an oil company or someone? Someone, maybe the Bush administration. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, well, the um, thing that, that annoys me most about the term global warming, anyway, is yeah. that idiots. Every time it rains, go, oh, well, how's your global warming? You know, how's your warming? Oh, I've got to put on a jacket today. So hot. <laughs> Even though uh, it, it's uh, you know it gets hotter every year. Anyway, yep. Yep. Uh, it, it just struck me the other day when I it, it was a million degrees here on the weekend on Sunday, um, and then uh, yesterday was it yesterday I think I was sitting there uh, working away freelancing. Thank you, Lauren Clark. And by the mm-hmm. way, can I just say freelancing is not what it's cracked up to be, and it is time <laughs> to leave that world and go into the world. See, I I, I try to avoid being safe. But yeah. safety, I think I'm going to be safe. Anyway, okay. we've talked yeah. about this enough. Yeah. Uh, and I had to put on pants, slippers, socks, and a hooded top, you know, Sounds merely two or three days attractive. later. Well, it, <laughs> it was the work at did home you, look. Did you invite the Vogue photographers around at that point? Did you well, I actually had tight pants on. I should have. Yes. Oh. Well, uh. well, no. <laughs> How does that? Hang on. How, no, no, no. See, I'm just I as offended. You... How does me see? I'm offended by you now. It's one all because how does me in tight pants sicken you? It doesn't at all. I well, did not you mean said, to oh, make it. Oh, no, I didn't. Oh my god! Like way to crush it. I didn't say that. If I'd said that, you may have been suspecting that it didn't sicken me at all. 
That's mm. what I was thinking. Anyway, continue. What are you trying to say? Well, I'm just saying the extremes in temperature. Uh, and, and apparently yes. uh, on uh, yeah, yesterday, Wednesday, mm. uh, it, it was snowing in Hobart, you know, and it was like 39 oh, wow. degrees three days prior. So, yeah, look, right. if that doesn't say anything to you, no, I let know. alone the dying species and the uh, melting uh, ends of our planet, then yeah. I just give away. Anyway, Lauren Cook, more yep. important things yep. to talk about today. Much, much more than and that. And I'm, yeah. I'm going to ask you about it. But okay. have, do you do you have um, shop entrance loyalty? Shop entrance loyalty? Yeah, like so. If you walk into a store, yeah. do you then and you and you've engaged with the the storekeeper? Do you then have? And it's not like I'm talking more of a food shop slash milk bar, not 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 a clothing store, which are designed to you designed to walk in and out of, right? You can go in there and say, "No, just looking, right, thank you," yeah. and walk out, do a one eighty, and turn straight out the door once you realise how expensive it is. Yeah. But for instance, the other night, uh, the, the, there's a chicken shop near me, a roast mm. chicken shop. Now, here in regional Victoria, thank you, finally, Lauren Clark. Uh, yes. <laughs> there is a a real shortage of roast chicken establishments. Mm-hmm. And there was one I kept driving past. It's in sort of the Badlands, bad part of town. But I thought, I'm going to try it one day because, you know, everyone needs – and this is one of the, the staples that you need in your life is a good, mm. good roast chicken shop, I think. Okay? Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, you, you, I don't join you in that. But, yes, continue. Wow, really? Don't you think mm-hmm. the chicken shop that does a nice moist chicken, a good chips and a decent gravy – I uh, don't do these things. I don't do – Chicken and chips, it's not a thing I do. I forgot you grew up on Mars. I now, did grow up on Mars, otherwise known as Surely we even had in your, <laughs> with your progressive family and their uh, fruity ways, mm. surely you ate a roast chicken occasionally. Actually, we did when we were kids, but yeah. not as an adult. I just, I can't come at it. I don't know You can't what come it at is. chicken or no, not roast really. chicken? Occasionally go a, chick- a bit of chicken and if there's some somebody mm. serving up somewhere like a barbecue, I'll just go, I might have a little, just for, the, and you know what it is? It's the childhood thing. Right. It's but the what, fact what that I had it when I was a kid. Off chicken? Oh, I don't know what it is. The fact that I've met some chickens. I don't know. I don't know We've all met chickens. I, I just, I'm not sure. But anyway, so you've gone one, because I, I think I'm coming with you on this shop for shop loyalty business. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, so it, the, um, the opportunity presented itself last week, uh, pre very strict diet days. Oh, yeah. And um, <clears throat> it, uh, we said, oh, let, let's, let's, Going, I feel like a few, like a bit of a chicken wrap, and I, I'll just buy the chicken. I'll make the wrap and sell it myself. It'll be okay, you know. Like I've got a real mm-hmm. thing for wraps. I love them, and um, <laughs> you know, a bit of mayo or something. Yeah. And anyway, so we go. I I park at the chicken shop and I walk in, and you know, sometimes you immediately know you've made the wrong decision to walk in the store, but you've. They've said, hello, what are, you, what, are you, what are you after? And you saw, hang on. And, and so once you stood there and looked at their food board yeah. and they're oh. waiting for you to order, you can't go, oh, I don't think so, and sure. walk out. So I was <laughs> trapped. Sure. Now, you know what you do? Right. I do this all the time and I have this. And I, I reckon you are an absolute sucker for this, but I reckon I'm pretty close behind you. Uh-oh. But And I know that you think this is lame, but I have yeah. quite frequently looked at my phone and gone, oh, you know, like – acted as though I'm getting a text from somebody yeah. outside the shop and wandered out of the shop and looked around to see if the person's there. And then you're out of the shop and you can go. No, well, it's acting. Remember the whole social I acting know, thing? You've got but to I do thought it I'm too. in. I'm, I'm in oh, the clutches of this woman. Oh, I, have to, I have to try her chicken. Cl- and anyway, so 
Because it was one of those stores, like, you know, some shops, it's, you know, yes. some shops are like um, the school kid that has been given a uniform by their parents. And, you know, like, it happened to me a little bit. Like, you get the, the, the blazer when you start year seven if you if you went to a Christian brother school, for instance. Yeah. And it is too big for you. The thing's yeah. hanging off your shoulders, <laughs> your arms are too long. Your mum hasn't had time to adjust anything yet. The actual uh, bottom of it goes almost to your knees. Well, this shop was like that. Like, some shops... Uh, yeah. Having the shop itself hasn't grown into the space, so it's got the yeah, yeah, it's got right. the counter and stuff, and there's yeah. this massive expanse. And then the worst giveaway for a bad shop is then you look there's like the door look to the back entrance, and the back pit's just as big. It's almost like they're they're breeding chickens out there. It's so big, and there's there's <laughs> just like so much space. Like even the big drinks fridge looks tiny and you go oh right. no it's, and there's not there's just like a bit of crappy furniture in there and you go oh this is gonna be bad anyway so i <laughs> i say hello i'll get um i'll get the uh half a ch- i'll get half a chicken and look i have a small chips and gravy please mm. um and she goes yep no worries and i said look uh, my partner uh is is vegetarian mm. and i said uh so because she said, you know, what, 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 what would you like, the beef or the chicken gravy? And I said, look, right. partner's vegetarian. We're going to share the chips. Um, it, uh, you know, are they just made from powder or is there actual meat in these gravies? Uh, you know, and usually you, you'd expect the shop owner to know exactly what goes into their things. Oh, no. And they're, they're, they're really good with food. <laughs> and, the, and the lady, God bless her, uh, chicken sock, said, uh, well, I do prefer the beef. But you should prob you should probably have the chicken gravy, and like no knowingly gives me the look because we're we're both talking food here because yeah. it's gluten free, and I just thought, well, you, you, you're confusing vegetarianism <laughs> with uh, some sort of a celiac. To, they're not all lumped in the same thing. Gluten free doesn't encompass everything. Oh my god! She gosh. thought, all right, I, I know one thing about sort of food trends here, and I'll say it's gluten free, and that should appease the vegetarian. So anyway. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and then I watched her processes. And so when one order, like there was a guy in there who ordered before me, and I swear, and I look, I, I I won't say anything, but this guy, wow. Yeah. Like he was massive. Right. And, but that's fair enough. But the, but then he, he was eating a meal while he waited for his meal. But then he was, because there was another oh. shop next door. But then, at the same time, he just leant on the counter and stared at him like, uh, like, oh, wow. because a second person came out, and you should have seen this person. They, they help her. Look, look, they looked like they hadn't eaten a meal in a long time, and they were the, they were in charge of burgers, and this guy must have been getting a burger or something. But and, and it was just such a weird scene, like this old lady, there's this oh skinny gosh. weird person, this big guy eating and staring, <laughs> and then, but I'm watching her processes. And um, and and she got it all wrong, so she oh, no. approached the remaining couple of chickens that were in the bain marie. So so the the roasting part had already finished, so that nice smell and smoky coals and all. There's not that wasn't in evidence. There's nothing there. Oh, they could yeah. have bought the chickens in for all I know. Anyway, yeah, right. Cuts the chicken in half, puts it in a bag, farts around, and goes, "Oh, I should put those chips." Because I'm thinking, why aren't you putting the chips on first? Because you put the chips on. <laughs> And they cook away, and then you do everything. You're such an annoying, you're such oh, an annoying customer. This is what you do well, in no, people's kitchens. I've had a kitchen, and I work in kitchens still. And you I know do. you've got to be mentally in your head, knowing the steps to do it to get the food out 
in the in the quickest and most efficient way. But you've way. got one in your head. Doesn't mean the other person doesn't. Like when I make a cup of tea and you hover behind me, going, "Why didn't you put that in there? Why didn't you?" I don't do think this that has first? ever Why happened. You... <laughs> it has. So I can't think of an exact. Because it's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. I'm not. I don't believe that. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Terrible yeah. food. Um, everything was bad about it. In fact, I've never had a bad uh, roast chicken until this time, and uh, it was like it was. It was weird. Like I've, I, what, I said, what have they done to this thing? What, like, what I, did they do? I have no idea. It tasted so disgusting. Like sometimes you might get a, a, a dry old bird at the end of a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, sounds I know what than, you mean. Yeah. No, um, I don't know. Well, that sounds worse than supposed to. But you get a dry chicken and it's like, oh, well, a cop one that's been sitting there for yonks. But this had a terrible flavor. And, and oh, anyway, so I've walked in and you've got this weird, and and I think you've just knocked it on the head, probably unreasonable loyalty to this shop. Yeah, <laughs> unreasonable loyalty. Yeah. Do you know what? I once went, when you and I used to work in the coal mines in 1923, <laughs> and <laughs> they were dark days. <laughs> they were yeah, dark days. Yeah. But we... School, Radio School of Hard Knocks? Radio School of Hard Knocks. We used to go that down the <laughs> road, near Radio School, School of Hard Knocks, yep. there was a cafe, and it was, you know, in... The, 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 in the desert, there's sometimes an oasis. <laughs> yes. And it, it's kind of like too good to be true. Well, this was like that, but it was true. And it was full of lovely, calm, beautiful people, yes. um, not trying to prove anything, just like existing. And they made gorgeous food and gorgeous coffee. Yeah, anyway, that once I went in there and I said to them, I felt horrible because the other day I went to that cafe over the road from you because right. there was another one, you know, with that milk crates out the front, yeah, and stuff. And mm. I thought, oh, I might just go there. And I was, you know, with some other people or something, wandered in. And I said, I felt so guilty. And then I saw you. This is the boss of our Oasis place. Oh, I said, yeah. I saw you and you were hurrying past on your break and I hid. <laughs> I said, You hid from the, the manager so, of the good place? Yeah, I said, I felt so bad because I was just like absolutely, you know, I'm so loyal to you that yeah. I can't go to another place around here. And she said, oh, my God, you're adorable, but like do not be ridiculous. Like we support one another. We, It helps. And I listened to a Planet Money podcast on this. It helps yeah. when businesses that are like your business open up in your area. It doubles the business. It brings people like in. It, yeah, yeah that's it brings right. people in. She said, it's totally like this is what this is for. It's a little community. Don't worry about it. Like I want you to go there. Mm. Go there and come back to me and stuff. And I thought, oh, my God, that's so good. And there's an, there was at this about the same time a place up the road from where I was living mm. and, uh, and I went in there and I said a similar thing to them because I'd had a similar thing happen. God, you live with a lot of guilt, don't you? And I said, well, actually – you can talk, but I went and I said, to, and I said to the guy, "Hey, I totally saw you the other day, and I was in that cafe down the road." And he was like, "What were you there for?" And mm. the you know, the difference in the businesses, what the Oasis successful Busy? business, yeah, other guy, not so much, yeah. So I don't know, like I think it, you, you know. I think it's it's good to give them a go, but once you've given them a go, like maybe you could give those guys a go in another six months, see if they've got any better. But like, you owe them nothing no. now. <laughs> I'm not, no, I'm never going back. They, yeah. they they're entrenched in their uh, badness. You right. can tell, like yeah, this business. Right. 
isn't pulling itself out of the mire anytime soon. And I will never go near their chicken again. It was oh just it was something God. wrong about it. But it's got me thinking that there's there's such a niche here for a good chicken joint with some good salads, some good chips and gravy, yeah. and some just fresh, free-range birds. Like these birds could have come out of, you know, the battery hen totally spot gross. from hell. There was no, I, I knew it because I'd looked and they didn't list where their birds don't, are from. I don't want to know. Oh, I hate, that's another thing I hate about chicken is just that. You never quite I know. like a happy chicken. I'll, Same I'll, with look, eggs. And, and, well, we we uh, we we spend a lot of money on our eggs because we eat a lot same. of eggs, and yeah, I mean, by a lot. What do you call a lot of money? I, I spend ten dollars a dozen. Yeah, same. Yeah, but these I, eggs are protected by a dog apparently, and their their hutch yeah. moves every day. Yeah, right. So it's on the back of a tractor, or you know, it's yeah, towed around yeah. this massive paddock. So what happens is, yeah, it's, it's, they get a fresh batch of bugs and worms, and they poo yeah, everywhere no. for one day. Yeah. And then they all go and lay happily. And you should see the colour of the yolks. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. It's true. We got um, – we went to a meeting in regional Victoria the other day. Oh, hello. Uh, and we turned up to the meeting. And, How can you know, this visit? The different, different coastal There's Victorian more than one regional place. Victoria? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, and I, went, and I went there. And this used to happen like when we used to – when I used to do the – law talking job and we'd go around to various yeah. different areas. Sometimes you'd turn up to a meeting and you go, oh, things are different in the country, aren't they? Like you'd be, like I was in events, I was running events at the time. I was events managing, this is years wow. ago. And I would go and I'd say, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to start at, you know, 6 p.m. We're going to have these people do this. The insurance is this. Here's this, you know, then then this person starts speaking at five past eight or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And they'd go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now, did you want me to make some scones? Like, you know, and in Melbourne, you would never be asked that question by somebody at a meeting about an event. Do you know what I mean? No, like that's in, right. In regional Victoria, things are different. <laughs> Double ding. <laughs> anyway, so went to this meeting in regional Victoria the other day, turned up, said, G'day, hadn't met them before. I said, hi, how are you going? How are you going? How are you going? And they said, great, uh, here is a dozen eggs. And then wow. they said, oh, it's just from the farm. There you go. And I was right. Like, oh, my God. Love Score. a dozen I am eggs. meeting you guys again. <laughs> yeah. And it's happened to me at the same uh, in the same regional town. It has happened. Oh, um, so only what they, town is it? Can you tell? Only he get nah, Only he gave me them in a beanie, which I ne- which I've kept ever since. It's a bit dangerous. Anyway, like that's my. How good is regional Victoria? Regional Victoria was I uh, was pretty sold on it after I got some. Why did you move? That's <laughs> just there are too many reasons. I was at that uh, funeral uh, that I mentioned in the other podcast, mm-hmm. and and we were just discussing, you know, the um, the bit afterwards where you have a where people that don't watch their figures eat sandwiches, and other people just drink the water, wake kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and um, I was like, oh God, you and you and you're all going well because you know, I got around to jobs or me talking about jobs and how everyone put in the time that and the three people I was standing with, mm. um, uh, are all you know, going well, including my housemate, right? right. So two friends and a housemate are all going, Look, you're all on the right track. And it's, oh, God, and now I'm just looking for truck driving jobs. And someone said, well, <laughs> that's a ding now, is it? Yeah. And so, well, and they go, well, but you live near the beach. And yeah. I said, but you can do that. And they said, no, we can't. And they listed the reasons why they couldn't do it, just do it that easily. And I thought, oh, yeah. Yep. Still, it's yeah. not. I don't think there's enough to cheer. Don't I mean, you? granted, I was at a funeral, so it's not yeah. like we're all going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheer me up. Tell me something cheer, funny. Cheer, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. um, geez, funerals 
uh, terrible. I'm not, uh, you know, that's I'm not, so I'm not tough. Say getting out of uh, school here, everyone knows that. But you, you know, you go to a couple in a week, and you just reminded like, oh god. And some, and there are degrees of funeral, aren't there? You know, like mm. um, take. I mean, even if you just, I'm just saying, take the personal, like say, take the relation out, right? So, like, just say friends funerals. Yeah. There are degrees yeah. um, depending on age and how someone dies. Yeah, and what sort of person they were. Age is a very big one. I've been to some. I've been to one young person's funeral, and it was devastating. And I was well. It's when the parents speak at the funeral, it it brings it home. You know, or you know, or if if someone, the person's kid is a teenager, or what. You know, like there's all these factors. Yeah. Um. But you know, as we said, we're we're all going to go to at least one in our life. So, but but, and and it gets you thinking. It gets you thinking, like uh, it gets plan you thinking, your funeral. Plan. But it also, no, it doesn't get you thinking that. You've always got me thinking. That. You're Mister. I've got a playlist and I've got a speech list. And well, I've I made out a couple of event. I made a couple of re- requests on the way in, all the way back uh, <clears throat> from this funeral, just about uh, venues and tones of the afternoon <laughs> or morning. Depending. <laughs> Haven't on. you spoken to me about speaking? <laughs> Well, I think you should Just because you're, availability. Good, you're a good orator. <laughs> but look, I think that I don't orator? think it makes you do that. I think mm. it makes you go. Okay, I think it makes it also makes. What would you say? I oh yours. Do you want me to yeah. do it now? <laughs> yeah, a living eulogy. It would definitely start with it was the best of times. It was the worst. <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't. I don't want you doing gags up there. <laughs> Leave the gags for my pre-recorded. Uh, Rubbish! I, you don't want gags, of course. I'm having a pre-recorded uh, speech. You're going to troll everyone from the grave. Well, no, because uh, <laughs> you know, uh, unless it's completely unfortunate or uh, being taken by a shark, which I am a record. Thanks, Lauren Clark, uh, saying yeah, it would yeah. be an interesting way to go. Yeah. Um, I, I'd imagine you'd be able to. At least dictate some words to someone, or you know, get a dictaphone or a cassette recorder and um, mm-hmm. do a speech. And you know, you could really not let fire, but you could settle some scores or in, yeah. in, a, in a good way. And you know, give a couple of mates a nudge and thank a couple of people and yeah. uh, make a couple of demands. You know, uh, <laughs> definitely. I expect good. you to, and no one can say no to someone at their funeral, can they? <laughs> And especially in front you of you, really... there's a half a dozen people there, so they've got you've got some witnesses of the request you're making to those people. Yeah, you and you say really to, so the housemates say dudes. you are not allowed to see anyone else ever again. Uh... I'll be watching, <laughs> unless of course they're sitting there with a new bow, then that, that's that backfires. <laughs> no, I think that, that didn't take. Oh, that's anyway, what I should, that's what you should do. Jeez, that didn't take long, love. <laughs> Who is that guy sitting next to you? That, but anyway. Dude. Anyway, no. Funeral what fun. I mean is that funerals mm. are actually a, they're a way that sometimes if you share a funeral with someone or a funeral mm. moment with someone or like you're the person standing next to them or sometimes you go to a funeral you don't know that many people and the closest person to you is actually not that close to you in mm. like intimate terms but he's like but, but, but a funeral does bring you closer. It does make the community aware of itself. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a really nice thing. That's something that... Well, does it make you aware of your own mortality? And so, like, yeah, you walk out going, you. I should be nicer. I should be nicer to people. Well, you might, but I don't think that. I think oh, what do you I walk come out, out I'm of perfect. it thinking, No, but I don't think, oh, my God, I should be nicer, berate myself for being the worst. I think... Don't berate myself. How inspiring. I can be like that person. They were... 
you know, all the good things that were said about that person are true mm. or if they weren't, like, you know, they weren't and mm. and wouldn't it be better to be better than that? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think, yes, you do, you, it does kind of bring some home some things but I think if it's, um, if it's a good person mm. that's been lost, then it's, then you are walking away with a kind of inspiring thing, which is... Like, why would you live your life in a way in in a way that doesn't, you know, like somebody said, I, I, I this is this is not a new idea, but mm. this is just a thing that that I heard somebody say. Or did I read it? I think I read it in an article. Oh yeah, I did. I read this article about these people who got together, and bo- both of their partners died, and they mm. got together, and they were kind of set up by one of by by his, um, you know. D- deceased wife she set them up she was like yeah yeah I, I had family who's... friends that did this right mm. anyway they ended up together and in um the process in talking about this and talking about the grief and what happened mm-hmm. one of them said you should be so lucky to be devastated by the death of your partner like that is a like all your friend or whatever to be devastated and rocked and like you know whatever by a death is speaks really well of the person or your relationship or whatever and it doesn't it, mm. it and it, and it's actually you know it's not a it's a good thing in a way and it and and that brings out like why was that so you can get self reflective but no, i i fear not? i fear that i'm never going to be sad enough at a funeral and i don't think that's any why? reflection i don't think i'm very good at public uh, grieving you don't need to cry at a funeral hmm you don't need to cry at anybody's funeral. Like you can – that's not – and also like that's the flip side of it is that there's that and then the other side of it is that you can be – if you can be philosophical about it and feel okay within yourself, then like isn't that a good thing? Doesn't that mean hmm. – no? Why not? Why Maybe. are you so – why does well, it Well, I don't know. You... I'm just saying I, I uh, just – just don't have the grief in me. Doesn't mean I don't like people. Well, so what is it you don't like about funerals then? Why is it that I don't funerals dislike are the funerals. worst? You said funerals are the worst is how we started this. <laughs> I don't dislike funerals. Funerals are the worst. Clark I didn't in say that funerals one are, that's are the become... worst. That is not on the record. Thank you very much, Lauren Clark. Yes, you did. Are... I said funeral. there's different degrees of funerals. You said aren't funerals the worst? It's how we started this segment. Well, I don't remember that. But anyway, maybe I was. that's my grieving. I, so... I, I, I blank out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, Lauren Clark, how oh do the Tobin God. brothers get in contact with this to teach us one and all to grieve proper life for a fee? Oh, Stuart Farrell. They can find us at Stupidly Big or at stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and wow. iTunes so where you can give us a rating and a review. Uh, ratings of five stars or more. They've and dropped off, haven't they? The reviews. Yeah. Well, you know what else has? <laughs> the podcast. Our podcast. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so well. we, we need to give people a little bit of time to get oh, back in the swing of things. And, and yes. those people that sent oh, an email re-T-shirts, I, have, yeah. I will send you an email and I have pulled out your T-shirts. They are sitting on a chair. So there you go. <laughs> sitting on a chair. Is that supposed to be an exciting sales Well, term? they've moved from the they box to a chair, a chair and size allocated as requested. And so uh, they're coming, baby. Yeah. That's uh, It's all happening as far as those T-shirts go. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's very exciting. Those yeah. people, I'm One sure. One of the emails from last July. We'll be but, uh, anticipating that. I'm sure they are just so trusting. I hope they still listen gonna... to the podcast. Yeah, there's I know. Gonna, there's going to be a T-shirt appear in the mail. <laughs> Oh, that thing it's I like used to like a letter from to. the grave, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, they can please do get in touch with us. We'd love hearing from you. You've got a, a few hilarious things in the uh, inbox. Lots of people judging us too, while. though, or judging me. Lots of people judging us, but that's what that's why we like no, them. No, a lot of people telling me you shouldn't do this. What? Listen to stuff. Oh, listen to Bill Maher. Would you get over yourself? God, listen to you. I won't. Anyway, uh, we did get. We also get got a nice video from uh, Matt telling, uh, which was somebody trying to put a Christmas tree out. (laughs) Did you see that? Uh, Somebody trying to dispose of a Christmas tree, and two dogs were like, "No, you freaking don't." Did you see the the video I tagged you in with a young kid? uh, Yeah, I'd seen that. There was there was a graveyard of Christmas trees in there. If you hadn't watched it all. Ah, yes. No, 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 there wasn't. It didn't end on one. There was five Christmas trees. Listen to it with a commentary. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, I I must admit, I did do that Facebook video thing where you can't turn the sound on because you're pretending to do something else. So you just watch the video without sound. Stuart Farrell, we will see you hopefully tomorrow, if not uh, the next day. Stuart, I... See you tomorrow. uh, It's been a a, uh, complete shambles catching up with you. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.